Hello everyone and welcome back to EastEnders Weekly. Now I'm changing up the intro this week. Oh, something new, exciting. Change, because I just want to say to everyone listening that we are officially the unofficial EastEnders podcast. That's correct. We are officially the unofficial <laughs> EastEnders podcast. Yes. As foretold by Aunt Be- Aunt Beeb. Aunt Beeb themselves. The Auntie Beeb. Because the, the, yeah. the BBC got in touch. <laughs> <laughs> not nothing horrible they were no, very no, no. they were very kind it's um, just that we people think we're the real podcast but we're not yes so we have to make it clear that we are <laughs> we are not affiliated in any way not yet to the bbc so we are the unofficial but we officially are the unofficial yes that's podcast. fine we, that's we our that new intro tagline now we, i think yeah so i'm um, welcome to extenders weekly the officially unofficial podcast yes all about EastEnders. Oh. The BBC Soap. The BBC Soap. Not e- endorsed by us. <laughs> the standard 985. Correct. And we're going to be discussing episodes from the 15th to the 19th of April. Ooh. And who are you? The 19th of April? Why, that would be one someone certain's birthday. Oh, who? I can't think who. Well, no it would be mine. Person. My name's Alex, by oh, the okay. way. Oh, okay. Your birthday, 19th of My April. Birthday. I was hoping you would do birthdays later on, maybe get a mention. Oh, well, you, it's there. You have to wait, won't you? See what I've got. Okay, we'll Got see. Special things. Um, and I'm Ben, the host, the official host. The unofficial official host. Yes, that's me. So yeah, a few storylines to get through. Beck's one we're starting off with. And the tagline for that is, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so tired. No, I'm so scared. Scared. <laughs> so yes, Bex is studying, as we know, for the past few weeks. She's been studying mm. and the same thing's happening again. Um, but yeah, a bit of a development in the storyline this week is that she's now on pills. Wait, we don't know if she's actually taken any. We just know that she's bought them oh, off she's the, thinking the dark it. web. I mean, Bex is able to delve into the dark web and get her all kinds oh, of pharmacy Oxbridge. goods. She's clever. <laughs> yeah, she is. She knows how to, you know, break the code. Mm. Um, this all started out really because she is finding all this studying far too difficult. Yeah, we know that. And We've she's had it for stressing weeks. out. And Sonia doesn't think she's taking her responsibilities very seriously. And she's even though she is. Yeah, even though it's a big joke to her, and she's going to deliberately sabotage her interview in Oxford and she's not going to wear a nice pair pair of jeans you don't wear jeans in Oxford you wear a nice dress surely to an open day you just wear something normal don't you 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 don't need to wear like a dress you should wear something that you feel relaxed in and comfortable so ridiculous yeah it's a bit nutty we had some more location shooting because she went to the open day presumably at Oxford Mm. and she was in a nice little blue dress that she thought Kush had picked out for her but no Martin, her dad, picked it out. Do you think she would have liked the dress if she knew Martin picked it? Or oh, she I didn't know Martin it? had picked it. Yeah, I he thought... picked it up and said, well, what about this one, Kush? And then he was like, yeah. Oh, and then pushed it on Kush yeah, to and push then, on and to And then Bex. told Kush, just tell her that you've, you're going to give it to her for free. I'll pay. Yeah. Because so um, it was from Kush, you thought, oh, yeah, it's really sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knows he knows style. <laughs> it's, it's ladies' fashions. But no, it's actually from Martin. Oh, I didn't know that was yeah. the link. All, all I know is that Sonia sent out that text message saying action stations to Martin and Kush. And Martin, again, there's something about hiding in EastEnders where I think maybe they need a few a few more training courses because Martin just stood behind his stool. Mm. And last week, Lola and Stood behind, behind an bench. open bench, yeah. So anyone could, if I, if Bex had any kind of awareness of the she was a real Oxbridge candidate, she would have noticed. Well, I mean, I still question her credentials for Oxbridge because when someone asked her what her where she was from, she said Bex. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, her, her, met, her friend she met at the oh, uh, yeah. L. So where are you from? Uh, Bex. Yeah. Uh, Wolford. <laughs> I mean, Wolford. It's like, uh, Bex. I know Bex is a bit stressed out from all this studying, but yeah. surely you know where you're from. It is like a storyline from a 1990s, like american sitcom well, isn't it we've made comparisons in the past that bex is it's jesse the jesse from saved by the bell <laughs> she wears the same like camel like coat yeah, thing. high waisted jeans and the kind of like tied up at the bottom mm. shirts um and yeah as, again it seems to be a carbon copy of the storyline that jesse was obviously addicted to caffeine pill <laughs> to anyone who didn't watch saved by the bell mm. and because uh, she had so much work to do and she had to do the school concert and Bex doesn't have the school concert to concern herself about. She's just no, got a lot studying. Because she's not really doing very well at her studying either. Because she got Martin to... I don't know if Martin's got a PhD in a doctrine in something. But he, know, he, he knew like the answers. The he was ticking them away. Well, he had the test book, I guess. <laughs> oh, did he? But I wouldn't trust Martin. You know, I know I was going to say. Martin I think, Fowler. And unless the the answer is ex- explicitly written down mm. in, in plain English for Martin. I don't think Martin really... You know, it's not like... If I had three pears and you added two apples, how much fruit have I got? It's not that, is it? Five. Wait, a day. Done. Oh, listen <laughs> listen for more of that later. Um, but yeah, it's just such a bleh storyline because it's like, it's so uninteresting to watch. I suppose this pill spin on it is a bit interesting, I guess. But it's a drugs thing again. I know. It's, it's, everything seems to, yeah. if they're a young character, then they're going to be addicted mm. to some kind of... And like the Keegan thing, that was actual like hard drugs and he's just like, seems to go over it. But these, overdose. these are legal drugs, but Bex is obtaining them yeah. legally. So she's getting them on the mm. internet, as I say. Um, and uh, it came in a, quite, a, a, you know, an unassuming brown envelope as well. So he was like, oh, you <laughs> on got, Good oh, Friday as well. On good, yeah, That's postal service lot. on Good Friday. I didn't get mine. Well, I know you didn't. You're very bitter Royal about Mail. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, Sonny's dragging Royal Mail <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who uh, works for the Royal Mail, we do apologise right now. You could be upset. We might get fish delivered. I've delivered for our my box. protein milkshakes then. All right. You have to air your <laughs> dirty got, laundry. Got her pills on Good Friday. She got her illegal pills. She bought the day before as well. She got a courier. Did she pay twenty-four hour shipping? I don't know, but on the box it probably says "Do not mix with alcohol." And she did. We think we're not sure she had them, but she was quite drunk on one. What was it? A, a well, she vodka. had a glass of wine, and then she was going to have another glass of wine, but then she went nah. <laughs> no Tracy I'm having a large vodka no gin I think she had a gin in the Probably. Vic and then a vodka she's fouler after all she's... that's what Pauline had mix her drinks around she has the same as her, uh, her grandma Pauline yeah and a fag uh, it made me laugh that Whitney was like really shocked that she downed a drink as well she's like I <gasps> oh, know like, yeah, you're about Whitney's... to go to uni freshers week come on Whitney Whitney's a bit too clean cut for my liking I don't like the way she kind of she's a bit like she's almost like a young honey she like watches people and a bit judge judging. Mm, a bit changed, isn't mm. she? Since Callum. Yes. Callum is still not planted his seed in her yet. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what they want. That's meant to be their story, isn't it? They're having well, a child. No, she doesn't want one, does she? She's not ready. She said to him. Well, I thought week. she was ready because the wedding of. Sh- yeah, uh, the wedding of Mel and Thingy yeah. were ready because they, they were in between. <laughs> Mel and Ray. They were in between that tree kissing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. that was silly. But then, like last week, she said she wasn't ready, didn't she? Oh, I don't Which know. Which means she'll get pregnant because she's not ready. Oh, right, right. And then there'll be the big question of whether she should she's ready. get rid of it. Yeah, if she is actually ready. We'll be talking about uh, whether a young woman is ready for sexual encounters very soon when we talk about the giant Mitchell story later <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, not Louise. 
I don't want her to be found. Just letting everyone know that now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Bex just got drunk. She tagged along with Callum and Whitney. I can't call him Callum. It's so difficult. Mm. Callum, aka Halfway, and Whitney um, into E20 because they're having like an all-day disco. They're having an all-day party, yeah. which looks like the lamest all-day party. When when they said it, I thought it would be like a rave type thing. Like, you know, mm. lots of music, lots of atmosphere, loads of alcohol. I don't no. know who's arranging it, because Mel's not been functioning. Well, Sharon's at home cooking yeah, a fish. Yeah, and Billy's not there either. Oh, so. yeah, Billy's having the fish, and Mel is manipulating <laughs> everyone. everyone Yeah, around the square. Yeah. Any male so I don't know who arranged this 24-hour party, but... Arranged it Bex liked it. She had a few drinks, and Cush came along to guide her. Cush still hasn't yet worked at the door of E20 <laughs> since the opening night, yeah, I think. I that's, that sort of fell out. I mean, so, we know that he was doing it to raise money for him and Denise to go away oh, like, yeah, to Dubai, probably, wasn't it? To like kind of yeah, he's probably given that up now and then. Yeah, fly the nest. But Martin like, could have had that as his second job instead of the fish shop. Yeah, but he could get the job easily from uh, Ian, couldn't he? Ian's not even there. Oh yeah, how he did he get him the a text? job with Kathy? Then he had to speak to Kathy. Oh, I wanted to see that scene. Oh, that would be Aunt nice. Cash. <laughs> you know Please. that job that's open at the chip shop. <laughs> I mean, Martin's making an honest living. I don't know why everyone's making fun of him for having a second job at the fish and chip shop. Especially Kush, mm. who had a second job at one point. It reminds me of The Simpsons Dorman. when Homer takes two, like lots of jobs to pay for Lisa's, Lisa's horse. Well, that's what Martin's doing Salt at the Lick. moment. <laughs> Martin's going, going to sleep. Oh, veg time. <laughs> yeah, veg. Yeah. Keep it at one o'clock. Oh, fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, very busy. But yeah, it kind of just randomly ended the storyline this week. It didn't really have a, an end. I think it's, it. to, she it's was just to drunk be in continued, the, yeah, isn't it? She was just drunk in E20. Well, she was carrying those pills around everywhere with her. Oh, yeah, Kush found the pills. Well, they, they fell, fell out of her, her bag. bag yeah. And automatically she just looked shocked. <laughs> so she could have explained them away. She could have explained it away easily. Oh, that's paracetamol, Kush. Yeah. None of your business, Kush. Yeah, is another that's thing she could C. say. <laughs> It's like, well, that's pro Although vitamin C would be a bit dodgy, because isn't your father a fruit and vegetable? <laughs> yeah. mm. No, I need the extra vitamin C. So yeah, she looks like guilty straight away, and she still has a thing for Kush. Well, yes. Which she... everyone seems to have a thing for Kush. Well, Not y- just her. Yeah. No, because no. Um, there was a, a thing with her and Kat, him and Kat, wasn't yeah. there? This and week? Ikra a few weeks ago, with the yeah. wine over his shirt. Would Close you say, I wouldn't say he was, he's, he's a good looking lad, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't say he was the the best on the square. The best in Wolford. Yeah. Best in show. We'll find out at the Soap Awards, won't we? Sexiest male. They're not doing... Well, when we, we do are, our yeah, sexiest male. Yes. We'll find out. Oh, we have to get our nominations up for that soon. <laughs> are we going to do sexiest female as well? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to upset people. We'll, we'll do most beautiful male, most beautiful female, so it's not That's tacky. Nice. <laughs> most intelligent. Most beautiful minded. No. <laughs> no, most physically attractive, not sexiest, because that's most tacky. physically attractive, but with a beautiful mind, male. There yeah. you go. And female. There you go. That's that's the, that's the category. Look forward there's to no that. restrictions of age or anything. Well, yeah, that's a dodgy ground to be stepping onto. I mean, old, <laughs> not a young. I was going to say, yeah, if they're under eighteen, I think we should. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe, no, no. yeah. I meant old, as in Big Mo or Doc. Oh no, yeah, Big Mo's of Sir. Yeah. She's going on the list. The wireframe bras. <laughs> Right, um, next up we have a split story. So we've got like the Keegan, Bakers, the Foxes all mixed up. So we're going to do like the salon bit first. Yes. Because Fox and Hair has opened. I was quite impressed with that name. Quite clever. I liked it. Yeah. Don't know if we guessed that last week. I can't remember. We said quite a few. There were so many names spelled out. And oh, and by the way, thank you to everyone who messaged us with their names too. Um, we had yes. about two or three come our way. And I haven't was... got them written down. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, we apologise for that. Mm. But they were really funny and they were great. So thank you for sharing them with us. So yeah, the £6,000 really stretching. I mean, I, I just don't know. There is no 
recession in this story, is there? Six thousand pounds is bought. Mm. They've hired like five models as well just to stand around. Yeah. Well, there there was a neon light on the wall. I looked that up. They're they're about two thousand (laughs) pounds. That's the budget. That's a third of the budget blown. They're paying for Chantel, the one stylist in the whole place, apparently, even though it's like four stations. Yes, but Kim has. Kim is gaining a qualification slowly through her online course of no, reflexology. This is stupid as well. It's really annoying. Also, where's Kim's baby? She had a baby at Christmas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that as well. I mean, you can well, find... both her children, to be Oh, fair. yeah, but you can claim Pearl is like at preschool. Preschool, whatever. But the, this baby's like four months old. Yeah. <laughs> What's his, I can't remember his name. I, I, is it Ika or something? No. Ika? I can't remember. Inoa? Oh, That's how goodness. random it is. It's like she's not had this baby. Can you imagine they write out the fact she had a child? <laughs> no. Like, it's never explained. But they haven't even tried to explain it. Or mm. said, like, oh, there's a creche around the back Maybe, in the back of the salon or well, something. Well, Phil might be looking after it. He did give... He was the birth... He was the midwife, after all. He was. The Mitchell wife. Mm. So that's strange. But yeah, I don't like this rex fo- reflexology. It's stupid. Well, it was just, it was filler. That's what it was. It was just to pan out the story a little bit. A lot bit. of filler this week. There was, there was a bit. Well, that's what I mean, because there was pretty, it was, this week was pretty much the Mitchell show. Mm. The Mitchell bash. Even that, was, like, I can't really remember much of it. Oh, I know. I remember a load. So mm. leave it to me later on. <laughs> leave it to me. But yeah, so what the grand opening has happened. Salon? Yeah, so no one like turns up, do they? Even though they've got Well, models. no one turns up to begin with, apart from Rainy, who comes in for her free reflexology. <laughs> She's got a real bad headache. And she when needs... you come out. Yeah, she, <laughs> she needs a head massage. Um, and obviously Kim's failing because Kim has no idea what reflexology was to begin with. Mm, she Googled it by it. whispering it into her phone. What is reflexology? So she was ha- she was she was offering a service that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. I it's mean, very illegal. Well, it is illegal because you have to have a qualification yeah. in it. So it's just stupid. Because I think like. if you do one thing wrong, you could not paralyze someone, but probably seriously hurt mm-hmm. someone. And why did um, Chantel not have any customers? That's weird. Yeah, I thought that was odd because that was the whole premise of Denise's push, yeah, she wasn't it? Be so like, good. Yeah, and Mitch. Yeah. But when, when Mitch well, he was just standing around. Well, he was there for the beginning when he was laughing at Kim for trying mm. to organize the reflexology. And then, then vanished and gone. There, there Busy no out piece. back doing some clipping, maybe. Behind a well, he's got his own, I suppose he's got his own yeah, section, well, hasn't he? Explain that away. But yeah, again, it was like a, a nothing story. Like, it didn't really end. This has been my thing this week, I think. If they're trying, I know I wanted them to do more. I like them doing more. Yeah. But it feels like... Um, there's no purpose. Not that there's no purpose, but like they're almost, they're, they've got all these ideas, they're doing them all, and then they go, oh, we've run out of time. And then uh, it just sort of like doesn't round up the like the the weak story don't ever conclude. They're almost throwing ideas at the wall, and, it, and whatever sticks, they mm. kind of stick. It's like they haven't got the with. pacing right yet. Like yeah. maybe Kate Oates and Johnson haven't quite worked out the four half hour slot pacing of a well, story. I mean, or they're something. used to a well, Kate Oates is used to a six episode. Yeah, that's format. what I mean. I don't want that. God no. No, no. Let's let's just but say that's that. what we it don't... feels like. It feels like a bit like they've got all this, and then suddenly they're out of time, so it just stops. Because there's no real end to this salon, like. Not an end to a story, but at the end of a week, it tends to round up slightly towards the end. Like, there's a conclusion to yeah. a problem. But that doesn't seem... Like, the Bex one didn't really end. She was just drunk looking at Kush. No. And I know this one, like, it doesn't really end. What, they get a few customers in the end. Yeah, and, Den- and Denise looks a bit more relieved that yeah. they've got some customers in the I salon. I should have used um, Grey as a model. 
That's my suggestion. Well, Gray was doing a stellar job going around handing out flyers. Yeah, he's a nice man. He's, he's a nice man. man. I know. It's, it just feels weird that someone's <laughs> nice on the show. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you don't used to... Well-dressed. See, yeah, well-dressed, well-qualified, educated. Nice face. Yeah. Um, doesn't have any... Even when people are being a bit dodgy around him, he's not dodgy in return. He's just no, quite just straight nice with guy. them. Oh, I'm a married guy. Don't, you know, I'm happily married. Thanks. Mm. And then hands out flyers. And Shanta... And also... Chantel's normal. Chantel's like, normal didn't, too. Like, slap Mel. Yeah, be she, like, how dare you say yeah. my husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just looked shocked like all of us. Well, she looked. Well, she looked almost joking. She yeah. laughed. It was yeah. like, oh, haha. No, I like Chantel and Grey. They're yeah, normal. Yeah, so do I. And they've been <laughs> they integrated like really well into like the cast. Mm. Unlike Iker and Habiba, who have fallen well, off the face of the earth. Question is, where are they? Sorry. Although their uncle and aunt is on their way back. Mm. It was announced this week that they're returning. Yeah. Finally, Arshad and Miriam. Yes. So, so hopefully then. Although Ted's a, Ted was announced back and he's disappeared, so well, I wouldn't hold your hope. I know that is really odd. The thing they've done with Ted. It's probably in his contract, but they probably had he had to do one episode within that so many months to keep him on, probably. But something. again, going back on what you just said about they're not finishing anything, what happened with that conversation yeah, with him and Bernie? We just don't know. Delete scene. Just wait for the DVD. The extended <laughs> the Christmas edition. Day, Christmas day. Yeah, the extra scenes from the weeks when they didn't finish the story. <laughs> But um, so yeah, it's really hard to like sum it up because there's nothing really. Yeah. They got a few customers, and I guess it's not a total flop, but it was kind of a. But flop. Denise was a bit worried that it would be. Mm. Yeah. Also, Chelsea used to be a, uh, in a work in a salon. She should have got her over. Her, her daughter. daughter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I didn't. I didn't like Chelsea when she was first in it. Nor do I. Honestly. But she would have been a hairdresser. I did like Denise's um like powerful music when they're. Yeah. She was like, "What is this?" And they, they had a proper DJ there, and he just played one record. Mm. And her hair looks better than ever, so that's good. Who so Denise must, is? Yeah. So obviously well, Chantel's doing. She has it. a salon, doesn't yeah. she? She can get it for free. So that's a good. That's the plus benefit, point. the perks. But yeah, Patrick wasn't there. He was in Trinidad. He wasn't even there for his big opening of his empire he don't care does he he's giving the money away he sold his records which were precious to him at one his point his name's not in the title of the salon is it truman no she should have called it truman cuts no true cuts true cuts That's what, what um, t-r-u mitch's, cuts mitch's little one should be called yeah you think they'd give it a separate name as well mm. like fox and hair and with, truman cuts and truman cuts yeah or true cuts <laughs> There you go, that's for next week, for half a story. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that will be a, a story that mm-hmm. they're arguing over the name or something, something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, just to quickly bring up on your point of them not finishing stories, it might be because this is Easter weekend as well, so they're thinking that they can carry it on from the Easter weekend. No, that's not good enough, I'm afraid. Well, I'm just trying to help them. I like being nice to <laughs> the well. writers of the BBC. Uh, the other half of this storyline was like the Keegan and Bailey and... Dina storyline where yeah this was he... nice actually this was yeah. a nice it doesn't story. seem and this didn't have like enough time on it I don't no, think no funnily enough mm. they spent all their time on the killer Kim and Denise story or yeah Bex. and the story where they really need to develop they didn't really spend yeah. any time it doesn't on doesn't have enough time to breathe because mm. the car- the scenes that they have with um because Dina's obviously getting sicker she fell asleep and there's a frying pan on or something um and then Keegan sort of takes it upon himself to be there for Bailey and help and. He comes over with the giant pizza. Yeah. Oh, we found out where they sold that, by the way. Oh, where? Costco. Oh, I don't go there. Well, you need to be a member. There's one, there's one just down the road. It's not allowed. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd go there for that giant pizza. I know, it was huge. I don't know. So how's Keegan got there? Well, you, true. You true. You need to be a trade uh, mm. to get a card for Costco, I believe. Maybe she used Mitch's barber trade. <laughs> we saw sticks this week, didn't we? Yeah. We passed through. That was boring. Well, Sharon <laughs> gave him a mouthful. 
Um, we're not talking about them there. Though. Oh, we're I know. Talking I about know. the Mitchells. Well, the Mitchells are in it so much; it's hard not to talk about well, them. Basically, we just had like a few scenes of Keegan showing his caring side. So, yeah, more but... character development for him. Yeah, he's he's go obviously in therapy, and we're led to believe he's had a few sessions now. And uh, yeah, he's become a much softer character. Do you reckon he's going to become maybe studying social work or something? I, was I, don't know, I hope he they... studies something. Although I don't want another study storyline. No, it, but... you don't have to. But it's nice to have yeah, a kind of a social. Uh, you know, Carmel in the classic standards at the moment. It's quite interesting to have a social worker mm. on the square, so they can kind of yeah. dish out advice without what it could being. What happen like... is he could start doing that, and then Lofty could come visit Sharon for some reason, mm. and he could give him some advice because that's how Lofty left. He went to be a. He a worked at a child's home, wasn't yeah. it? Before he. There you uh... go. There's a way in for Lofty. He could get with Karen. Oh no, that'd be an awful mix. <laughs> who could Lofty get with? Who's in the... Sharon? No, Sharon. No, oh no. Although Sharon Someone, could Tracy. The Sharon maid. could flirt with um Lofty when um so to make Keanu jealous. Mm. That'd be good. There's idea. no one really in Lofty's age range, is there? I still think we should. There should be a storyline that Lofty's long lost son is Callum. That you find mm. out that it was Callum all yeah, along. They are very similar. Really? Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, he just had nice scenes with them, and he's obviously caring for Bailey. Bailey's struggling. But she's got a big brother now. Mm. And Dean, Dina asks, you know, are people concerned about me or Bailey? Mm. And um, Keegan quite sweetly said, well, it's both of you because we're worried that Bailey is. So, you know, he could have lied and said, oh, no, it was you, Dina. Or could be really nasty and said, no, Bailey, you can, <laughs> you can just go off and die. We don't mm. care. But no, he's so he's really quite considerate. I like this Keegan. I like this caring Keegan. Mm, big change from when he was he's, first. Yeah, know. he's almost swapped with Keanu, hasn't he? Keanu, who used to be the very caring, considerate character mm. in the family. Now dresses in dark. And now, yeah, we he dresses like his idol, Phil, doesn't he? <laughs> so wait till we just imagine if he met Grant. I wonder what you think of Grant. Yeah. Fall in love, I think. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a Mitchell. <laughs> There's emigrate. One way or another. Um, right, so next up, we just got a little bit of a discussion about some... Very poignant storylines in classic EastEnders at the moment. Yes, we're back with a quick, well, not a quick chat, a full feature yes. about some stories that have just happened on classic yeah, EastEnders. Two of our faves. So enjoy. To this evening's episode of EastEnders. Right, so we're doing some classic discussion now. Mm, because there's been some big stories. These I know, two big ones. Yeah, these past two weeks. Yes, We're in sort of July 88 for anyone mm. listening. And a lot of people said, like, oh, this is the when it starts to go a little bit off the rails, not mm. quite as good as it was. I'm loving 1988. Those few weeks were really year. good that we've just seen. Mm. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is the... Kathy Bill and Wilmot Brown storyline. Not the 2017 one. No. The 88 one. The rehashed one, which didn't go quite as down quite yeah. as well. Um, Just to say, these are the episodes, the classic episodes that you can find on the Drama Channel mm-hmm. in the UK. Right. So, um, yes, very good scenes. I, I was watching them and they, the episode ended. Mm. You want to watch the next one straight away? Uh, yeah. I mean, this was the first time when we've been watching the classic EastEnders episodes and... I've wished it was like a streaming service we were watching it on so that I could watch the next episode immediately because mm. it was so impactful when... And it was it, the way it was broadcast was amazing too because you saw the actual rape. Uh, well, you didn't see the rape, but you saw the scenes leading the to the rape. Up to it, yeah. And then the next day was the episodes, the two episodes when Kathy has to basically like, face her fears it, yeah. and go to the police. It was really, really good. Mm. And like, it was really good how they had showed Wilmot Brown slowly 
going a bit off the rails and a bit attached to her and yeah he was becoming obsessed with her mm-hmm. i mean through through uh episodes he was taking photographs of her when she was feeling a bit uncomfortable <laughs> and cutting them out yeah it's cutting out anyone else who was in the picture so just kathy <laughs> was there and he was in his wallet he was buying her drinks he was buying her really expensive gifts mm. and um everyone around kathy did seem to see it but kathy mm. kind but of they all kept it. saying oh it's it's your boss it's no big deal yeah it's that's a bit what happens. it's a bit light-hearted it's not yeah. that bad but also as you said wilmot brown you could see was slowly coming off the rails like the way he dressed was a lot more relaxed his tie would not be quite so mm. straight so tight. And his hair was like growing longer and a bit yeah messy. yeah it wasn't so neat his hair and his, mm. he wouldn't wear his jacket he wouldn't wear a full suit quite so often he was getting a lot of um hassle from money lenders uh, who wanted to buy his his bar out who we've now discovered are part of the firm and, yeah, uh, so he's sort of like losing control, and he's quite mm. controlled because he's from like the army and stuff. Yeah. So I suppose that part of his character plays on it. But yeah, I mean, just the, the way the scenes were paced out, and they just went one from another. They like you didn't cut away like to the next morning or mm. the next week. It stayed on that night. And when the police came round to do the interview, and they're being really sexist to Kathy. Yeah. Oh, oh, but they said outright to Arthur uh, later when Kathy's in the kitchen that oh a lot of women do this just so their old man mm. keeps off their back and it's like awful isn't mm. it that their first assumption is that this is a lie but it was so good like the Fowlers were just on top form like Michelle was really good mm. like she was likable which doesn't happen very yeah because she was defending her family yeah and Arthur was really good because he he'd heard about it so he went out and went to Den and without mm. saying anything they sort of made a mutual agreement that they were going to get this sorted and then said, oh, I'll, I'll sort it, Arthur. Yeah. And, like, Pauline was being really... It was just, like, a really good Well, they pulled ranks, didn't they? Cast, all, yeah, all the uh, Fowlers pulled ranks yeah. and decided to help Cathy out the best that they can. Mm. But it was Michelle who ultimately wanted to get the police involved and then, because the police weren't being very helpful, it kind of backfired for Michelle and she felt a little mm. bit... She's been very modern, wasn't she? Yeah. It was, like, a ruby and... Um, the Vic episode that was well, her it, little speech. Yeah, yeah. She well, she quite rightly said it's like that. Really, you need to report this. Um, and because Wilmot Brown had gone AWOL as well by this point, mm. um, and then thought that Wilmot Brown had returned to his flat, switched on his light, but all he did was come in to grab a handful of yeah. change. I did like that. He wanted to go out and get himself absolutely sloshed so he could like forget what had happened <laughs> or kind of reinvent what had happened in his head. And he did it by just taking all the change. Yeah, from all the, the pennies. Yeah, like he was going to like one of those penny arcades on the end of a pier. And um, we had the like police interview, which was like, it just, it was a bit like, remember when Michelle went for the abortion and they just stayed in the room, it's like a single camera and the whole conversation just went. Mm. It was like that, wasn't it? It was, it was really like a good. single shot. Yeah. yeah. It's so good, Classic Houston, the way it does that, because it's like, it's like you're sat on a chair, like just watching. Yeah. Almost, well, it's almost performed like a theatre play. Mm. So instead of it being technically that you can see one shot and one shot, one shot, you're actually mm. just watching the full picture in, in one camera. Angle. But also the dialogue as well. It's mm. just so realistic and they say things maybe they shouldn't. And you, you're never sure if it's they messed up their lines, but they just carried on filming yeah. or it was actually written in. That's what they're really good at on the classic ones. And that police interview was one of the best things when she had to go through it and then you saw it through Wilmot Brown's point of view yes because they find him and mm-hmm. he returns and he sees his club burnt down yeah and uh there's that there's something about dubbing in EastEnders um when <laughs> Wilmot Brown is being chased by Pete no it can't be Pete um it's yeah. Oh, it's so, no, it's yeah. Michelle. He's being chased yeah, by Michelle, it. and he, he they dub him running up to the, to the taxi, saying, "Take me to the solicitors on this street, please." And he jumps into the, <laughs> the really cab. It's fantastic because yeah, he's like rushing out, like he's breathless, and then all of a sudden it just goes like, 
take me to Wolford's solicitors 35 4b please and it was like done in like two seconds mm. it's really funny so that was yeah for some first dubbing yeah some nice oh, early nice. dubbing uh they still haven't quite got used to this dubbing no, process no, have they the <laughs> but um yeah it's just amazing and it really shows the difference between this storyline and the ruby storyline mm. the way it's done and the way it's being portrayed mm. and it's so much done so much better back then well they gave it the time in in the short amount of time that it was being shown i mean mm. obviously we'll get onto a story that happened straight after this story which would, which is the second big story mm. um and so it kind of got pulled back a little bit the kathy's rape story mm. from Wilmot brown but then it's starting to bubble up again now and they're still mentioning bits and pieces and it's it's nothing to do it, it's a different story to be fair because of the way it, that kathy had been attacked mm. um, but the script and everything is so much better yeah yeah well it's, it's similar but different and it, it, there was a lot of examples of the way it was made for kathy's story that mm. they could have pulled for the ruby story that yeah. would have made ruby's story maybe perhaps a bit more understandable and and easier to kind mm. of digest maybe you can't really compare because one was amazing like so well done and the other was just went out flat but this is what I mean, because but but they put a lot of time to let the story ne- mm. n- nurture the story with Kathy, but with with Ruby, you they... can tell it was pre-planned. Unlike the Ruby one, which she was just yeah, thrown, thrown into the square, and the... that's yeah. going to happen. Mm. And it, like you said, there's another storyline where we said goodbye to one of our favourite ever characters. Ever. I know L- Louise or Lou, but not not Louise that we know her today. <laughs> Young Lou, Bill. No, her name's Lou. Yes, Lou, sorry. known to friends. Yeah. Well, apart from her sister. Because she, yes. she she will always be Aunt Louisa. E- Ida, I think. Her name yeah. Was. No, Flo. Is it Flo? Yes, never call Flo. never call her Lou. <laughs> no one can call her uh, Lou. But yeah, so she had a she Lou, had like a whole Lou, week. I've just realised Lou and Flo. <laughs> that can't be a coincidence. Issue. Yeah. Um, she had like a a whole week dedicated to her for her exit. Two whole mm-hmm. episodes, which was pretty much full on Lou Bill. She was going around. She came back early from her holiday because she knew her time was up. Yeah. And she wanted to not leave anything behind so she wanted to sort out all her feuds all her arguments all her family mm. and um again just amazing writing throughout of um lou bill she hasn't changed much since she's been in it she's still an old battle axe yeah she can't change her spots that's mm. for sure but like one by one she went to each character and had her little her out with it well she she demanded one by one they visit her <laughs> and ian bill that's what had i love the about Lou, hmm. how she can just say oh i want these people to come see me yeah. make it happen and everyone <laughs> does it like even pat who hates her does it well lou went to pat because pat was a bit resilient resilient mm, that's true it. um so lou had her last guinness her last ever drink she did and uh she went up to visit pat and even they let you know bygones be bygones mm. so it's just all under the bridge now such a great character Lou. Mm. every scene she was in she was just amazing she was handing out all her advice and all her things shame they didn't mention mark yeah i mean obviously at this point tragically the actor who played mark yeah very recently i think he took his life like within the past few months of this airing yeah and so i think again quite deliberate that it wasn't really mentioned at Mm. all mark wasn't even mentioned no i think she said to arthur your boy's a bad boy. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah, but no, it wasn't a direct, but no. yeah. But yeah, she she handed out some gifts. Um, Kenny couldn't come from back from Australia, <laughs> although his daughter's back. So obviously her little stint of the UK yeah, didn't last Didn't last long. No. She didn't get to uh, get to, to get under the covers with her cousin. So <laughs> instead, uh, she decided to go back to New Zealand. I shouldn't say Australia, New Zealand. Mm. So it was such a fantastic exit for her. Because mm. she came back, she knew what she wanted to do. There wasn't anything sort of missing. There wasn't a character she missed or 
a storyline untied. Well, yeah, any characters that were linked to her mm. in one way or another. Because Lou, although Lou was very well known on the square, she didn't really interact with many characters. Because no. especially near the end of her time, she didn't really leave the house very often. So it would be very much immediate family who would really interact with her. Neymar didn't get a mention, and oh, they were very Neymar's close. Gone. Oh, she's off. Yeah, but they were very close. No, nope, she's off the list. If Kathy and Pete can afford a phone call to New Zealand, surely they can afford one more to uh, India or Bangladesh. That um, speaking of that, that was during the funeral when Kathy was like phoning round that thing you have to do when someone dies in the family. You have to phone round and tell people <laughs> that thing. Like that was really well scripted as well. That mm. phone call, it was mm. so realistic. And yeah, it you just could... stays on her, and maybe you can imagine the other end of the conversation. Mm. Right, you didn't see Kenny no. uh, talking, but you could, you could. You filled in the gaps in your mind mm. yourself. Yeah, it was so very well good. done. Yeah, and also we saw the first change, which we talked about before in Pauline Fowler's first to last. Yes, where Lou's soul has sort of gone into <laughs> Pauline all of a sudden. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? It's like being vapored mm. into uh, while Pauline was having her last cigarette around uh, yeah. Lou. So yeah, she's she's changed character slightly all of a sudden overnight. She's a bit more headstrong. Yes, obviously she knows that she's now. The um, head of the family, so it's her. Although Pete did say he was the head of the family, but yeah. we we all knew yeah, that right. wasn't true. That no wasn't chance. true. It was a nice service as well, as they reminded Duncan. Sharon was in the back of the church, didn't, <laughs> didn't want to be seen, didn't want to make a scene. Yeah, that was really weird. They like yeah. filmed it separately and they showed Sharon's head nodding like, in, the, in the darkness somewhere. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, very sad to see Lou go because she was one of my favourites. She had so much more left in her. Mm. It was sad also that they couldn't really have Ethel involved very much. I know much. she's given her a letter. And I think that letter has like a revelation in it, but we won't be talking about that until it happens. Oh, this is news to me. Oh, oh, I did not know oh, that. Yeah, they have their secrets, don't they? They're yeah. friends. Dot um can't wear. Uh, it's funny. Dot took a lot of clothing from <laughs> uh, Lou, and Lou and the day Lou died, she instantly was like, "I can't wear this now." No, I've not washed it. Yeah. Um, and Wixie can't sleep in a dead woman's bed. No, I don't blame him. That's ghosts. weird. Yeah. She died in the bed. So that's, <laughs> that's true. I never thought yeah. of it in that in that respect. I suppose mm-hmm. that is a bit spooky. They had a few drinks in the Vic afterwards as well, and they started a sing along, and uh, you know the old East End way. Oh, yeah, that's disrespectful. But Pauline said, "Nope, let them." It was Pat and Frank's idea to do it, and they're mm. just as East End as yeah. Lou and Ian and Pete and Pauline are. Exactly. Um, Arthur had uh, ideals for her house as well. No, that he, made me laugh. He she, he had designs for change. Yeah, the second she was dead, he was like, right, we can re- re-wallpaper yeah. now. and Get rid of the fireplace, yeah. have central heating fixed in. He's doing the bathroom upstairs at the moment, isn't he? Off-screen. Yeah, he's regrouting the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you know, Arthur's got a lot of time on his hands. But that was, that was as you said, you saw the little bit of Lou in Pauline. She started saying, well, you need to go off now and get a job. Mm. But that scene, we haven't really spoken, but this the final scene for Lou, when she sat at the table and all the family are sat around her, mm. and you see the shot when they're all looking at the camera through Lou's eyes, and uh, and they're all looking at Lou, and one by one she basically says says it straight, says exactly what she thinks mm. of them. She says, Kathy and Pete need to have another kid. It's the only way to stick them together. <laughs> she shouldn't get ideas above her station. Yes, Kathy should be at home. She's best when she's regular. <laughs> yes. And um, I mean, at the most part, Lou's like predictions or advice were quite spot on. They were Mate, like eighty percent. Right? Well, Ian's uh, now going forth with his advice, and he's using his MVQ mm. in catering. And Pauline is now becoming the matriarch. Yeah, she said to Michelle, "Watch out, you're going to become an old spinster soon if you're not careful." Yes, that's what's happened. Well, yeah, when she came back two, three years ago, yeah. that's exactly what she became. It's really nice that she said to Arthur that I do actually like you as well. Yeah, that was sweet. But she says, you know, you're jobless. Typical. And that sort of runs. Which, 
throughout the rest of his time on Earth as well. Yeah, so she, she was quite that, spot on. Yeah, she she said to Arthur that basically he needs to pull up his socks, but she's only ever done or said anything to him mm. out of love. And I think, didn't she say to um, Pat something like, Frank's your one true love? Yes. As well. Mm. So, yeah, she's, all, she's got it, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. She had them all sussed. Exactly, because we, well, we said that when she said that line, that it, ultimately that was Pat's love when there was the whole mm. fight between her and Peggy. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good old Lou. Lou knew. Lou knew the future of the soap. Such a shame she left. Mm. I mean, she did come back for a special Christmas episode. I can't remember the year exactly off the top of my head. But she came back and just did one piece to camera. She was the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, yeah. And she yeah. said a line in, in her chair yeah. in um, her old house. Um, I can't remember, but it was a special Christmas episode. Yeah, we they watched did it recently, didn't when we? When Shane Ritchie was yeah, singing party. a lot. <laughs> that was devastating. Yeah. And she later on said it was a bit. Maybe I shouldn't have left so soon. That's yeah, the actress. Yeah, yeah, she did admit. Yeah. So. Such a shame because she could have been in there right up to 2014-ish, I think. Mm. So. I think I think she would have been a bit like Ethel, though. She would have slowly been pulled yeah, away still. from the plot a little bit. But Poor Lou. But yeah, mm. very good few weeks on Classic yeah. EastEnders. And so. we had to talk about it. We, so we made it our feature this week. We did. Lou Bill and Kathy. What more made. can you ask for? <laughs> there you go. So that was our Classic Roundup for July-ish 1988. For now, this is Malcolm Einan wishing you a very good night on behalf of everybody here at the Television Centre. Right, on to the Big Mitchell stories. Yes, well, take a big intake of breath, everyone, and breathe out. <laughs> because this is a long long story arc. there's there's lots of things that happen with the mitchell this week mm. so i don't like much of it though so watch out <laughs> okay well I, to be fair i didn't like it but then there's bits of in, which i don't like looking Fairly back on it i see looking back on it i'm actually more infused by it than i was when i first mm. watched it there's been lots of backlash with ben to say mm. that is yeah, i've noticed a like of it Lots of people, lots of people, be making articles like saying, "No, you should like Ben, and this is why." Which mm. is like to me, when that comes up, it's like alarm bells. Like everyone knows it's not working, and they're trying to like force tell us it is working. Like, uh, yeah, you don't normally see articles. Like, there's been lots of articles from all different people popping up saying, "This is why Ben's like this, and this is why you should like it," or "This is why it's Ben like this, and this is why you should give it a chance." And it's like, when have we ever seen that recently? Like them trying to defend this weird decision well first of all i would say that this is probably it's nice that people are paying attention to eastenders again so they have this ratings are down are they yeah they're down four million well they're down to four million yeah i didn't know that Mm, it's not been doing very well that really surprises me. Yeah, I know. Well, was there a bit of a was there a bit of a hike at the beginning when they? No. <laughs> oh well, then it's it's not that they've gone down; they've just remained. Well, they are lower than they were like last year, I think. Yeah, but then we didn't have the full Sharon dinner this year, did we? Let's I know. I was really disappointed with the Mitchell lunch. <laughs> no, I know it wasn't anywhere near what it was. I last rewatched year. the um, Mitchell lunch just now, actually. <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> the um cream and hunters wants pudding oh it's just yeah yeah it was just amazing when sharon gets sharon drunk. drunk michelle's michelle's drunk. still there yeah, i know, I know you, you think that it's been longer, longer than a year but it really hasn't been mm. i mean okay well, i didn't know that the racing's gone down but that, that, to me personally yes i had a problem with ben last week i think i agreed with you quite heavily when mm-hmm. you were having a bit of a rant Especially about this ben. week but 
this week I'm kind of liking it again. I like that he's this. Have you read these happened. articles? I well, haven't. I've not bothered reading them. Well, one article I have written—I uh, hadn't written at all. <laughs> one article I have read um, uh-huh. was written by uh, a guy who I very much have a lot of time for, so I I like reading what he's written, and it's Duncan Lindsay from the Metro. Oh yes, and he's, Soap King. He is the Soap King, and I, you know, whenever an article pops out from him, <laughs> he gives birth to an article. <laughs> um, I I really do. I love to read them, and yeah. his opinion is that um he thinks that we need to give more time to this Ben character. Oh, and I've seen these headlines. With soaps, no, with soaps that, and he quite rightly says that with soaps you need to, you know, there's there's a longevity to it. So you need to see that this is, this is him coming in with a bang and then it, over time the other traits from Ben will slowly seep out. Um, mm. and, and, you know... If he's a new character, I understand that. But a, a but then legacy character like Ben, you don't need to do that because you've already, you've seen him from birth. But you, yeah, he's established that. And, and but but Dun- Dun- Duncan Lindsay says that um, with characters they've introduced recently, like Ray Kelly or Aiden, like there was no background information to them, so you're just expected to think, oh, they're bad people. They've done this this bad mm. thing, so we need to see them as a villain. And so there's no attachment rate to them. Well, with Ben, we've gone on the roller coaster with Ben's life, where he, you know, did that to Heather. He killed Heather, and but then he he got softened a little bit by Paul. But before that, he was quite dismissive also with his mm. father who wouldn't who wouldn't embrace his sexuality and feel has always seemed to favor jay over his own son and also he thought his mum was dead and then he finds out his mum's not died yeah kathy had a storyline <laughs> and so you you kind of understand that you've 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 been on board with ben through all this and if ben when he did run away the last time he's obviously had a few months to kind of swell on it and stew and feel a little a bit of anger and resentment toward his family because it's not just Ben I don't think I think it's I think it's a little bit also toward Kathy and a bit toward Jay as well and he's he's mm. you know he's not he doesn't really seem to want to affiliate himself with anyone in a kind of friendship way he just wants to go in there cause a stir and leave again um and so this is why I kind of agree with now the the way that Ben's being betrayed on screen because that's what Ben is doing He's kind of gone in just to throw a, a cat amongst the pigeons and then, you know, stand back and watch the carnage fall out, you know, around him. Mm. But that doesn't give you longevity. Like him coming in like that, A, this total turnaround of character. Because when he left, he was he was kind of like at peace with his family and he was just like, OK, I'm going to go and find my new life or whatever abroad. Mm. That's what was Ben's mentality he then comes back about a year later with a new actor so you're already disconnected with him automatically through that mm. but if they wanted this oh it's this longevity character who you have a care about but he's though there's no there hasn't been scenes yet with max the new actor max that harry reed probably couldn't have done i don't think that's a question though is it if if harry reed had returned as ben would you still have the same You'd feelings have more, toward him? Well, if if they're going in, they're saying they're doing this because you have this attachment to him. Yeah. Why did they feel the need to recast if they wanted you to have an attachment to a character straight away? I don't think it's that. I think they wanted you to see him remember his past, but see him also as fresh and new, almost as a clean mm. slate, but not, if, if that makes any kind clean of slater. sense whatsoever. Yeah, clean slater. You, you see what I mean, though? Mm. So they kind of... They wanted you to remember his past, remember that he's had this... Yeah, but they haven't been showing that in his character because his character has come in and he has got no 
nuance. He is he's pure villain. Like you haven't seen it. Like the way mm. he talked at you and is like, I killed someone, I'll kill your mum. And then he says yeah. to Danny, I might kill your mum. It's like yeah. threatening to kill people just out of nowhere. Like there's just no nuance with this Ben. He's just pure villain. So them saying, mm. oh no, give it a chance because there's this, this and that. It's like, well, they haven't shown any of that to us. I don't think they're saying give it a chance. I'm just saying just remember his past. Remember what happened to him in the past. And this may explain why... Yeah, but we had all his past when Harry retook over. He had Mm. the thing about Heather and his anger issues. And we've seen him go through that already. So when it seems like that four years has just been taken out and he's now bad. Like what's happened in 12 months to make him hate feel all this? And what's what's happened? He has not seen Lola for like five years, but now he has this weird hold on her. Even even though we know her secret, air quotes. It still doesn't make sense that he'd have a hold on her because he's been in Portugal, she's been in Manchester for five years. Mm. I mean, you know, he's been away. We don't know what he did when he was away. That's still not really been explained. So that could also bring up, you know, some more information about him. We know that he sees his father as weak. We know he sees Phil as weak because Phil couldn't even organise or look after his businesses outside of the UK and Spain. He wasn't able to stand up against these garages that, you know, have basically mm. belittled him and crumbled him to nothing. That's why Phil is now this weak, nothing character. Although still seen by... What they're trying like, to st- do is make us feel for Well, still Phil. seen by... Yeah, still seen by Kenny as, like, the kingpin of the Mitchell family. And Ben doesn't want that to 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 happen. He wants himself to be seen as the kingpin. So he mm. almost wants to retire Phil. He almost wants to maliciously as you say make phil knock down a few pegs mm. and i mean but i don't think Phil's we could ever already... feel sorry for phil though i don't think we'll ever that's what they're trying to do no, I don't think... that's why they're writing bent like this yeah, but i don't think that that's gonna work have you not noticed phil's been written like really like nice family guy like he's been really nice to sharon and he's not he's been really nice to everyone yeah, but not with louise his own daughter like he's obsessed with looking after louise mm. the whole time but when keanu says things like oh you know i this is going to go a bit too far then feels feels like I don't care. Do what you need to do. You know, just get mm. on with it. The other issue with Ben is the fact that he keeps threatening to kill people all the time is silly. Um, is also the fact that he's involved in human trafficking as well, and people keep trying to write that off like, oh, he's done bad things in the past. Mm. It's like human trafficking is on like such a another level. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's like you, you know back in like the eighties when they had Dirty Den and they said he was that he wasn't a villain. He was like a lovable rogue. Who he never crossed like a certain line, so they f- they said you can still enjoy Dent as a character and support him. Yeah, but he's almost on that line. It's the same with Phil; like they never have Phil kill anyone, do they? Mm. Like, all the time they hear, well, yeah, but that's oh, a... no, he's not killed yeah. that person. Or Aiden killed him, but Phil didn't know. Or Dennis Rickman got killed because of Phil, but not Phil didn't yeah, know he that didn't was happening. Do the act himself. But Ben outright knows this is human human trafficking of young girls mm. so they can't exactly expect you to be like oh that's fine ben mitchell's got burnt by a teaspoon when he was 12 so this is why he's like no no <laughs> and it really but then the psychological like... problems could stem from something as simple as that you know because he did it to his own yeah, but sister if they want us well. to care for this character and they want him to be long term they yeah. can't have a character doing human trafficking it's it's that thing yeah, but like, human trafficking it's like isn't... when ronnie yeah. killed that guy in a car people yeah. for like five years later said she needs her comeuppance ronnie needs her comeuppance mm. and the shame is when it revealed about lucy bill's death and jane was involved mm. that tainted jane's character and everyone said she needs to be punished she can't and that's why her character has been sort of missed like she's just disappeared and she can't really come back yeah it's the same with ben being involved in human trafficking you're 
it gives that character a shelf life. Yeah, human. Well, you're right. Human trafficking. It, it's a. I suppose lesser extent is a form of torture toward these young girls. Human trafficking and rape. Well, yes, yes, I, and I agree. And underage, like. Oh, well, we don't know their age. Yeah, but they're young. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say they were underage. But they're obviously age. the same, same same sort of age as Louise. Yeah. But Ben has 17. already killed. Don't forget. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but he didn't go to Heather and plan a murder and murder her. But there was it was like there a was built a, up anger on that night. Yeah, but there was, was aggression, and so yeah. he physically hit Heather so she would fall and be fatal. Mm, but he so, didn't. Yeah, go, but, but, but he has. That's the point. Yeah, but he's gone in knowing this is human trafficking. He's not. He's not done. He's not like Keanu. He turned up and thought it was like a little, a box of iPads, and then he found <laughs> out it was human trafficking. Yeah. Ben knew and planned it around that this is what it is. Mm. Like, the murder with Heather wasn't premeditated. It was his anger issues, and something had been said, and mm. something suddenly happened, and then he, the second he hit her, he did regret it. Yeah. Whereas this is that he premeditated, like, he knows this is that, this is this. So that's the trouble with Ben, is what they're doing. Okay. It, when puts, a big, um, it puts a shelf life on him, and you don't want that on a character like Ben, because he's like a legacy character. But it has also built the Mitchells up to be a much more notable, which is what Kate Oates did say initially she wanted to do. Yeah, so, well, it? it's made them the forefront store family. Of, yeah, of, but not on for the, good reason. So, mm, I know what you're saying. And uh, Lola as well. I don't know what her involvement is. Lola, I've pointless. got very little time for. I must admit. Um, and again, not many people seem to defend Lola mm. in any stretch. But because we met her fiance. Yeah. And um, like they had like a scene with Honey where they keep like one minute Honey's in the minute mark, like she can't pronounce words, and then the next minute she's this really like, intelligent, caring side when she's with Lola. Oh, well, when, like, this is when Lola had been rejected. This is when Lola had been rejected by Jay. Mm, um, that was weird. Like, all of a sudden, she's like, we're meant to be with, I love you so Well, much. just say one word and I'll, I'll dump you yeah, in. Yeah, but if not, I'll stay with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was, like, why are we meant bit, to care about yeah. this? It's so stupid. It's like Jay's moved on. Like, he's his character's developed and her mm. character is still the same character from five years ago. I mean, no one wants Jay and Lola together either. No. It's just, this is what I mean. So the whole purpose of Lola being here, which was to... But again, what was Lola's purpose to I be know, there? it doesn't because make any it, sense. It doesn't make any sense. I mean... I don't know what she could be in this plan to bring down Phil because Phil hasn't got anything because it would have made sense if Lola's plan or the plan with Lola and Ben was that Lola was going to bring Jay in because then Jay could be manipulated and moulded away from Phil through Lola but indirectly with Mm. Ben uh, pulling the strings but Ben at no point wanted Lola to do this for Lola and Jay to do do anything though Mm. like anything she does he's like don't do that what's the point of her is it just for numbers or because Lexi's there maybe he thinks Granddad Phil will be a bit softer if his granddaughter's there, maybe. Yeah, but he has he has become softer when Lexi's is there. He gets quite. He, he, but then he again, with Ben has such a hold over Lola, he could just say, "I'm taking yeah. Lexi." Apparently, somehow, I don't know how he's got this weird hold on her. I don't know. It's don't just know. weird, isn't it? It is very odd. It's very odd. Like you and Guy, like apparently, is a nice guy. Mm. Like, honey, well, he was a nice him. guy. He yeah. looked genuinely crushed mm. when he thought that Lola was, and he, he even knew. You know, Lois said she she spoke to Ewan that evening before he came down from Newcastle um, about her and Jay. And so mm. he knew. And again, Ben manipulated, as you said, gave uh, quite nasty threats saying that, you know, if, if you don't leave and just forget about he'll Lola. He'll kill his family. <laughs> he'll kill his fa- yeah, he'll kill his, yeah, he'll his step mum, his foster So parents. how does he know Ewan so deeply if he's been in Portugal and Spain for all this time? Well, I'm presuming that's how when he met up with Lola, then Lola told him all this. 
So he must have... A lot of stuff has happened in, like, 14 months. But less than that, isn't it? It's not been... I think it's about, yeah, Yeah. about 14 months. But so so Ewan's been, you know, ushered back up north to Newcastle and just forgotten about. So... Mm. And he, like, came all the way down and he didn't even bother seeing Lola. (laughs) Well, no, because Ben manipulated it so they couldn't meet. Because Lola eventually... Lola, once she had that talk with Honey... And she looked out the window and saw him, all right? Well, yeah, but that was before her and Jay had the conversation and mm. then when her and Jay had the conversation and Jay rejected her and then she got over it and she decided yes I do <laughs> want to be with Ewan line. yeah exactly she did want to go with Ewan because mm. he was the second option and he's the only option now to her um she phoned Ben and said I'm going to meet you up uh, meet you back at Kathy's or Ian's house and then Ben quickly got him then to go to the cafe saying that's where they were going to meet yeah. so he manipulated the situation so that Lola and Ewan couldn't meet so this is what I mean Ben Human trafficking. Well, he? human trafficking aside, he's quite conniving, clever, and tricky. And that's isn't that what you want from a character? An in- an interesting, intricate kind of. Yeah, but it's all characters that I don't care about. Like I don't care that Lola suddenly jays her love of her life after mm. dumping him by text five years ago to be with Dexter and then to be with Ewan, and then Ewan's a perfect man. Like Honey asks her. Is he this? Is he that? Has he done this? And she's like, no, he's great. He's this. He's there for me. He's that. He has a stable job. And then what we're meant to believe that Ben has this loads of background information on this guy somehow. Well, no, I don't think Ben does, though. All Ben knows is that he cares for his mum and he'll kill her. Yeah, that's all he needed to know. He's he's obviously come from a broken home, whether his real birth parents Mm. have died or something. So his one attachment to uh, a family is this adopted, his mother who adopted him. And so he's going to, he's obviously, if, if you say it to your own mother, if you say to them, I will, you know, if you don't listen to me, I will kill your mum and then kill you, you're going to pay attention. Mm. Yeah. I just find it hard to, like, care about anything they're saying, really, because no. it's just all a bit like, I don't know, it's just characters who I've not seen for five years, so I don't really care that Ben is going to kill this random yeah. guy's mum. It's just, it's just stupid that he's just threatening to kill everyone. Like, Danny's elderly mum in a care home, he's like, oh... If you're not careful, something might happen to her. He says to Danny in the yeah, cafe. He's, yeah, he's because he's so, making yeah. a deal with Danny after Danny offered a deal with Phil and Phil refused it. Um, mm. again, but again, showing I suppose going back to what you said, it does make a point. Phil had principles because Danny had already threatened his family, uh, Phil's family. Phil had said, "Well, I'm not going to do any more deals with Danny after this, mm. so just leave it." And Ben's like, "Well, you're missing up an opportunity here. It's it's huge reward for something which you're unlikely to get in trouble for, um, which is selling classic cars or something like that." Mm. And but but Ben kind of feels as though that uh, you know he's just been passed off without any kind of consideration. And so there's that, again, there's a quite interesting scene in the cafe where um, Danny and Ben are talking to one another and Danny says that, you know, Phil is the name. Phil is the one who everyone wants to talk to and you're just seen still as like the the smaller one. one. Yeah, Mm. the smaller one. And Ben insists that he wants to make a name for himself. But this, because Ben threatens... So this is what I mean. It's almost cause and effect. Ben's seeing what he's doing fall out around him. So he's kind of going in thinking he's the big I am. But... From threatening Danny, he's now got Louise in trouble. Thank God. Yeah. And by threatening... That's the one thing I like that Ben's done. <laughs> Get Louise kidnapped. Fair enough. And by threatening Keanu but with the whole human trafficking, he's kind of put Keanu as a, 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 in a situation where he could potentially ruin his plan too. Because when Phil mentions about the job to Keanu, Ben has to quickly step in and say, oh yeah, yeah, it went fine. Mm. So he's now made a an enemy in Keanu, which could potentially also be a problem. But then that 
could also fall back. Also, if he wants to build, because he said last week he wants to build Phil up to be the best thing and then crush him down again, mm. aka Max in 2017, yeah. to the square. Um, <laughs> but if he wants to build Phil up, why is he now going behind his back and wanting his name to be like Ben Mitchell name? Like, I thought he was meant to be making Phil get all this. But I he's think... going behind Phil's back as well. It's just... But again, if he can show that he can build someone up and then knock him down in one but fell he's swoop... he's not trying to build Phil up at all because he's just going behind his back and doing all these things without mm, Phil knowing. That's true. So I don't really get what... Well, he needs a plan B, though, doesn't he, I guess? Well, or he maybe he... quite a few plans. Well, or he... Well, I was going to say, maybe he did it on purpose, but knowing that he that uh, Danny would be upset and so would want to... Try to ki- try to kidnap Louise. N- you know he had this foresight, but no, I know that's not true now because Ben was looking at his mobile phone, and when he said "partners?" question mark, and he kept looking at his phone all day, didn't he? And he got, you mm. got, you could see he was getting more and more upset that Danny wasn't replying to his text, uh, asking him if he wants a crack. <laughs> uh, I, I, I Danny's got other things because he's um, planning on kidnapping Louise. But he's not planned. He's revenge. done. He's carried it out. Basically, it's revenge on Ben for threatening his mum. So he's kidnapped like Ben's sister. half sister, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's what's but also, well, it's, it's the Mitchell family, so it's attached to the Mitchell family. Mm. So again, this this fallout is another piece that Ben thought he could manipulate and plan. One of the worst has... kidnap scenes I've ever seen. Well, yeah, it's a piece that Ben <laughs> thought he could manipulate and plan, but didn't actually carry out the way he hoped it had. Again, so this is this worries him. So Ben, again, this not is... doing very well, is he? No, he's not. So this shows a weakness <laughs> in the character of a Ben. So giving it time. Do you see what I mean? No. But no, the kidnap was a bit ridiculous. Um, a bit. It was really stupid. Well, it, it, basically the whole day, the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy, what's his name? Midge. Midge. Midge was watching Louise, trying to find an opportunity. Found an opportunity once Bex told Louise, quite rightly, that all Louise thinks about is Louise. Oh, Louise was such horrible to She's um, such a Bex, bitch to Bex. She? Every time they do anything together, I it's know. like, oh, do you want to do something, Bex? Oh, that, that, that's Don't a... talk about yourself. You've only met this random yeah. guy once. Well, no, she said she was making me. it up. You're yeah. making it up, Bex. Oh, shut up, Louise. I know. I'm so glad when she got kidnapped. <laughs> I hope she's not seen for like a few weeks now. Mm. But she will be. She'll be back next well, week. Well, the, yeah, whole, the whole week will probably be the whole kidnap. Yeah, but week, I don't want to see her. <laughs> <laughs> she's so annoying mm. and so unlikable. So that's one good thing Ben's done. He's got rid of Louise for a bit. Yeah, but not on purpose. No, but still. Mm. <laughs> There's a plus point in there somewhere. I mean, we've talked about them quite a lot i mean lots of things happened with the mitchells as well with sharon getting very jealous because louise wanted to go on the contraceptive oh yeah and i had such high hopes for the easter meal because last year was so good i know and And kathy was there this year it was rubbish there was a fish i i I mean didn't fool like no one threw it at anyone or anything (laughs) no although there was a lot of jokes spinning around about uh cooking the fish that's true and a lot of people saying that's disgusting Mm. dennis isn't doing anything sharon asks him either he's being all stubborn um, yeah, so Dennis, Dennis, yeah, there's also progression with Dennis and Sharon's relationship still mm, being a bit... Not very strong. Yeah, not being very strong at all. And we saw Sticks again this week. I think I've mentioned that once already. Yeah, I think that's because they're going to be like, oh, the gang of, that gang have kidnapped Louise and it's going to be like a, they're going to be misdirected maybe, something like that. Oh, 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 oh I see. Yeah, and fine. it's not actually, but it's actually Midge, but maybe Sharon thinks it's Sticks that's kidnapped Louise or something. Goodness. So, so I don't think the the Mitchell grip on the soap is going to go anytime soon. I no. mean, the Mitchells were the reason why the soap got so popular in the 90s. Mm. And I'm thinking that they're thinking that that might happen again if they kind of build build up the Mitchells. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just seems a bit messy. It doesn't mm. seem like planned out very well. I no. don't know. I mean, I'll be I really... worry because 
she's had Ikra and Habiba who haven't been received well. And now Ben and Lola haven't been received well. So, mm. Although Chantelle and Grey. Yeah, they've been lukewarm, so yeah. it's good. It's, again, though, it's attached yeah, to... Yeah, they've, they've come in as a normal family. As an, exactly. It's Yeah, without the kind of sensationalism attached to them. Mm. Um, and they're attached to the Taylors, mm. which, I, I don't know, everything the Taylors touch turns to gold. Even Keanu in the Mitchells family seems to work. Mm. It's, it's weird, isn't it? They should just build the soap around the Taylors. <laughs> That's what we should do. What's going wrong? Get the Taylors in the Vic. That's going to be my new campaign. Well, there you go. That's our... Um thoughts on the Mitchells yeah there was a lot of thoughts there I mean if you guys have any opinions on it we'd be really interested to know I'm sure you do no definitely do get in touch with us on email eastendersweekly at gmail.com give us your opinions and what you agree with us or disagree with any of us um, we'd be really interested to hear your opinions and we're probably going to read them out because it's likely there's going to be a long talk about the Mitchells next week too oh yeah there's going to be containers and all sorts and shipyards so next up we're doing a quick game and it's yours this week that time of the show where we rumble through martin's vegetable patch and pluck out five of your recommended daily allowance his veg his what sorry i'll have a rumble through his veg would you yeah and find your five rda (laughs) uh yes it's martin fowler's five a day where i ask a question and it has multiple answers but in 30 seconds ben must produce five of them Mm, like my five veg in a day Mm -hmm. no fruit though because you're not oh, a fruity no. type. So just to give everyone a kind of picture of my creation this week. It's my birthday this week and it's Easter this week. So I thought, let's think of a theme, an Easter theme. Uh, my birthday, maybe a birthday theme. So I've come up with, can you name five company names that Ian Bill has had in his time of being on EastEnders? <laughs> what? So as you can see, it's very related, very similar. That was a flop then. It was a big it. time flop. Um, yeah, so nothing really came of my original plan. But so to reiterate the question, I am looking for you to name the names of Ian Bill's companies. Right. Okay, so we know what companies he has, for instance, the fruit and veg store um, or when he has a fish and chip shop. But I want to know the names of these companies. Okay. The, the ones That's he difficult. The ones he, he uses for companies' house for tax purposes. <laughs> okay, does that make sense? Yep. Um, and you have 30 seconds, so if you are ready... Can it be any, or does it have to be current? Oh, no, it can be any. It can be ones that have uh, since okay. bankrolled, folded. folded, yeah, or ones that he currently has. It can be anything at all, it's, as long as he's created them on the show. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not that he's had any offshore companies, but if he has, they don't count. And you're not allowed to say, as I say, you're not allowed to say generic, like, fish and chip shop, because that's not the name of the fish and chip shop. So are you ready? Yes. 30 seconds. Five <laughs> companies created by Ian Bill, starting from now. Okay, we've got CAFs or CAFES. CAF. CAFES or Bridge Street Cafe. I yeah. would have accepted both, yep. Uh, Bill's Place for the Fish and Chip Shop. Bill's Place, yes, is one of the names for the Fish and Chip Shop. Yeah, we've got Wolford East. Wolford East, yes, is one of the names he gave to the restaurant. Yes, yeah, so I can't remember what the restaurant was called before. It's really annoying me, but it was established 2011. It's quite simple. We've got oh, five seconds. I know. Um, Bill's... He had a supermarket. Bill's Deals. Or what was it called? Mailworks. Time's up. Ugh. 
Um, what was it called? The supermarket. The, it wasn't a supermarket. It was, it was, a, it was like, like a ninety-nine piece. Yeah, it was called Bill's Market. Bill's Market, not Bill's Deals. Yeah, you got three. I was quite impressed actually. Um, what was Wolf of these called before? So he had two other names. It was named Scarlet's when it first opened. Yeah. Because it, he was going to name it Ian Bill at Le Square, remember? But then Janine had to buy in some of the oh, ownership. Right. So oh, it's Janine's daughter. Yep. And then it changed to Bill's. Simply Bill's. Of course. Oh. Which was the burger job, the upper class yeah. burger All job. I remember is it said established 2011. Mm. And they annoying. had to wear those uniforms, which was a printed on tie on a yeah. white t-shirt. Bill's Market, which we had. Bill's Place. He also had a mobile fish and chip van called Bill's on Wheels. Oh, I yeah. should have said that. And other catering ventures was the Mill Machine. And Masala Queen. Oh. So he already had a company before. Before he opened with... Masood? Yep. Before he opened Wolford East. Oh. And one which I'm surprised you forgot was Loftelian, which was his knitwear company. Way <laughs> back in 1986. Oh, yeah, Calvin and Lofty. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, see? I thought you'd get that straight away. No, that don't count as a real company. It was it, a company. It failed. It failed big or time. Sam, or um, Barry and Ian's DJ. Wonder what their name was. There wasn't a name for them, so that's why I left them out. But he's got other companies as well which have no names. He uh, once tried his hand in flat developing, like Jack. Oh dear. Mm. And Lauren and Lucy. Yeah, obviously the fruit and veg store. And he was a loan shark as well at one point. <laughs> yeah, one of those Scary. payday loan sharks. Oh dear. So there you go. So um, yeah, three out of five. Three out of five. Not too bad, as you said to me last week. That's average. Yeah, I know. Passable, I'm but average. disappointed myself that I forgot bills. Yeah, no, that was an obvious one, wasn't it? It's just his name. But, and uh, Bill's Deals is nearly Bill's on Wheels. Bill's Deals, Bill's on Wheels, <sighs> Bill's Place. Yeah, oh well. Oh well. Oh well, you did well. Let us know how you got on by messaging us on Twitter at EastEnders Week, on Instagram at EastEnders Weekly Podcast, emailing us EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com, or visiting our Facebook page. And that was another edition of Martin Fowler's Five a Day. <laughs> oh, I feel quite. Oh, relaxed after that chat about Ben Mitchell. <laughs> I think we've both had very opinions to throw at the uh, microphone today. Mm. More opinions now, because yes. we're talking about Mel and Jack. You know, last year when they announced Kate was coming back and everyone said, I want Janine back. Kate will bring Janine back. She thinks she got a bit confused and she's just put Janine into Mel. She's reminding me of Janine this week, Mel is. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Manipulating everyone. Yeah, playing, playing the cold. strings, pulling the strings yeah, a little bit. She's going for it with all the men, isn't she? Well, yeah, she's using her one asset, I suppose you could say, and that's her sexual mm. charm. Yeah, she's giving me Janine vibes, the way she's just trying to go for it with Grey in front of his wife. She didn't even care when he said she was married. Mm. Oh, I like men like that. She's also trying to get into the... Uh, Jack's polo necks. Jack's polo necks, but also into the property game while working with Jack, yeah. and that's what Janine used to do. Mm, she's got cut and fills shares and all sorts Yeah, yeah, she's on, got so. fingers in many pies. Yeah, she's really um going for it, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, she's throwing money, window... Money orientated at the moment. She's very money orientated. She's throwing bricks in through her own windows. Yeah, and pretending it's someone else. That's yeah. a Janine thing to do. It is a very Janine thing to do. I mean, it was. It seemed a little obvious to me that she she hid the she threw the brick in through a window, then hid the brick in a bin bag, <laughs> and then put the brick back where, where she found yeah. it, which was just the wall outside her own mm. house. Why didn't she just throw the brick through the window and put the brick and back. then put the brick brick back? Because she didn't phone the police about it. Mm, just Jack. Just Jack. So Jack doesn't need to... She, oh, where's the brick? Oh, well, I don't Jack know. Jack is ex-police. He should have worked this out. <laughs> well, 
Well, investigation. He was easily manipulated by the police when he was in the police force. So, you know, you'd think that this mm. would count toward the whole Mel and Jack story too. But if she was manipulating herself. She did it because she wanted... Because at the moment he's throwing her out of the flat. So she did this brick thing to so get him over and talk to him in private. Mm. And he offers to stay the night because she doesn't feel safe. Yes, and Rainy can see straight through this straight Everyone away. can, even Tiff. Yeah, and Tiff as well. Mm. Yeah, can see see her game and see through it. That's what's funny with this male storyline. Every time she tries an angle with someone, the person sees through it straight away because Cathy mm. saw through it last mm, week mm. and someone else last week as well, I can't remember who. And then this week, like... Rainy sees through her straight away and says no, and then Tiff sees through it straight away. Yeah, solidifies that what mm. Jack already thought. And Grey like saw through it straight away and said, "I'm married. I'm not interested." Like everyone just sees straight through her. Yeah, one mind, which, one track mind. Which is why she's not particularly like Janine because Janine was able to carry yeah. out the uh, manipulation and much much better. Mm. The only one she did get what she wanted from was Phil. Her cut from Phil because she demanded it. Yeah, but that's because she had something on she had something solid on Phil there mm. and something she could pass on to Sharon because Sharon still doesn't know about Phil's uh money laundering. Well, she also has the CCTV of Phil kissing her from last year. Remember that? Oh yeah, In but that was dress? that was explained away because she's threatened him with that already and Phil's like, "Go on then, do it." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Sharon. Yeah, Sharon, yeah. She'd be so drunk, she'd think it's her on CCTV. <laughs> I would spit on her if she was on fire. <laughs> so she wants to try and stay in the house with Jack. She wants, like, a business thing with Jack as well. She well, has she... a lot of ideas for Yeah, him. she's earned £2,000. And what do you do when you earn £2,000? <laughs> Open that's... a salon. <laughs> no, that's if you earn £6,000. Oh, of course. If you earn £2,000, you buy a neon sign. Oh, no, I just again. You sit in the cafe and you count it. <laughs> £2,000. I mean, who does that, really? I know she was, was she doing it. in the cafe, it. was she? She was in the cafe, and she was doing it on... Because she was, waiting for, that out. Well, she was waiting for Jack to walk in, and she had the money in her oh. hand. She was waiting for him to walk in, and was like, oh, 1950 <laughs> 1900 And it was, like, so ridiculous. And Jack was like, oh, that's a big wedge of money you've got there. And I was like, yeah, do you want to go in business? <laughs> it what was business mad. was she... Was it property business she was It was to, to, to go, yeah, in with Jack. What would she do? Two thousand pounds buy a sofa <laughs> for one of the flats, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she could put her um stylist tweak on things. She likes to what, make her green. Yeah, her, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, her avocado green. Everything green. <laughs> she could buy bulk loads of green paint for two thousand pounds and oh. just paint everything green. They need a bit more money if they're going to have these grand ideas on this show. I know everyone seems to be able to do things for like a very yeah. small amount of money. I'm going to create a property business with jack mm. with two thousand pounds well it's, i know i always bring this like up one month's rent in the Wolford probably but I remember a couple of years ago when whitney was going to start a t-shirt empire oh, with yeah. like 10 pound in her back pocket mm. open a shop yeah everyone just seems to be able to just think it's just easy mm. just to start your own business or to go into partnership well if fox and hair's anything to go by it is of course of course it's a raving success but jack sees through mail quite quickly well he doesn't the women do and then well, tell that's jack true. well that's because jack thinks with his crotch let's be honest that's that's jack's brain yeah i mean he he's... they haven't slept together though this week which <laughs> which is a revelation yeah mm. they haven't slept together this good. week yeah no i mean he's i think all the blood flow gets trapped in his neck where he wears those turtlenecks <laughs> so his brain doesn't quite function mm. quite right you know such a branning such a branning such a branning trait that is that'd be a great t-shirt wouldn't it such a branning <laughs> apparently max is back on um week 19 of this year so, mm, something to, is he going to bring same his... week as Mick? Um, not Mitch. What's his name? Mick. Mick and Max are back on the same week. Mick and Max and McDonald Land. Yeah. Excellent. Two oh. characters I've not missed. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Wait. So yeah, Mel's going to get chucked out, but she says to Jack, she she appeases to him and says, you know, this 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 house has memories of Hunter. 
<laughs> and Debbie and Andy. Oh, That's my memory. I know. They're, they're, Wilmot Brown. They haunt those walls, Debbie and Andy, don't they? And the two cats. Oh, yeah. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Wilmot Brown. Who lives there now? I can't remember. Oh, Sharon and uh, Michelle. Yeah, Sharon and Michelle. Mm. We don't know who and lives And Hunter in... and Ray. Well, Hunter and Ray. The ghosts. The ghosts in that house. If, if walls had ears... But the stories they would tell, eh, Ben? So, yeah, that's quite a loose thing for Mel to be like, I need to stay in this house because it's my only connection to Hunter. <laughs> so why don't you move back to your Portuguese villa where you grew up as a happy child in? Mm. Surely that has better memories. I mean, what, I forget, what did Mel come back for? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I genuinely, this suddenly hit me. Why, um, why Mel's I don't return know, it was story? That, she had that weird purple hat on, didn't she? She was stalking, oh, it was for the heist money that's that Ben... Right. Ben stole. That's right, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, Ben, yeah. when he took that to go Again, his nice life in Portugal. No links between Mel and Ben. No, they had one scene where they were like, all right, Mel, last time I saw you on a ferry. Yeah, bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. I do remember that, that now. That was why, but it didn't really make sense because it was that whole Kira thing and Kira's brother Ray had kidnapped Hunter, mm. but then Ray got introduced as a character, so it didn't really make sense that he kidnapped Hunter. Mm. It's very strange. Nothing really made sense. Although Ray was cool, and if you want to listen to our interview <laughs> with the actor who played Ray... Look back on our old episodes. Yeah, Ray, he didn't have no idea what Ray was going up to, did he? No, no. He said, I just knew whatever happened when the scripts came. Sean Mann, interview, <laughs> available now on all but, good um, podcasts. So yeah, no one really knows why Mel came, but no one really knows why she's still here. She's just hanging about, getting some money yeah. up for Hunter for 10 years. I'm presuming it's, it's basically Jack and Mel is the story that they're going with. I mean, when they stopped it, I was quite pleased. I know. To be honest, you do feel sorry for the women who get lumbered with um jack don't you because it's very difficult yeah but it comes scenes. to something where i actually feel sorry for jack <laughs> it comes to something although as, as, as always he says one line or does one face expression in in the cafe on friday when he's looking over at gray and mel oh, yeah, he's, he's so jealous of gray isn't he is it like so sexual kind of, tension there yeah i know do you reckon jack and gray could have a oh yeah they need know? to have a boxing fight I think. they need they need to let they out just, their anger yeah. together don't they yeah. they need mel to wrestle to watch <laughs> mel will probably put a bet on them <laughs> yeah so Mel and Jack. That's what mm, I have to say. I'm assuming that. she's going to stay there for ten years. Then in that that house, waiting for Hunter. Mm. She's there. She's on ten year contract. Time to have to wait. Then. Yep. She'd be there every year making money. So look forward to more green <laughs> in your lives. Um. Right. The last storyline, which was quite a short one, building up for like the big Sean. Yes. They've been showing so many trailers for Sean's return, haven't I know. they? He's so broody, isn't he? Standing about everywhere. Yeah. And, and... standing next to a grave and a. In the pub. Holding the ring. Yeah. Hits Jack. Crying. Yeah. He yes. didn't cry when he hit Jack. He cheered. No, I'm looking forward to this. So yeah, it's like building up to bringing back Sean into Jean's life. Mm. Um, but, and Stacey has pretty much done the first legwork of getting Sean back. But Kat warns her that perhaps it may be not such a hot idea. I don't know why. Is he that bad? I can't really remember how he left. I know he was in like an ice rink. <laughs> not an ice rink, like a icy lake. I can't really remember why. That wasn't when he left, though, was it? That yeah, was I think that was before. his last scene, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay, okay. I'm... I don't know. I can't remember. I know that she's like been on Skype with him, though, back when they kept showing her on Skype to like Zoe and Sean. I love, I love ago. it when she's on Skype to Zoe, and every time Cat walks in, it's like, go, go, bike. Close the laptop. <laughs> Close the laptop. Um, but yeah, I can't. I need to look up Sean again because it's been so long. Mm, be good to get. Well, you need to get on there quick because it's not, not. I don't I think it's next week. I think it's yeah. the following week yeah. on a Friday. Yeah, so they're gonna so well, really so it might like be the end of next weeks. week. Yeah. yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna pad it out now. Um, Jean keeps dropping little hints that she hasn't got her whole family around her, um, and by that yeah, she no, means where's she... Haley? Well, where's Lynn? 
Where's Little Mo? Little Mo's got blonde hair now. Has she? Short blonde hair, yeah. Bleached. Oh, well, for a, a role? Or is, is this Little Mo or is this the actress? <laughs> Both. They're oh, right. the same person. They're one of the same. I see. I know. I can't imagine Little Mo with bleached hair. I know, hair. it doesn't work, does it? She no. can't come back now until she grows that out. Yeah, she has to have nice straight black hair with a fringe. Mm. Or a bang Sensible. to our American Sensible listeners. Little Mo. Yeah. Yeah, she has like a night out at Cushy's apartment, though, with the family. Yes, yes. And she, you know, they, they're all trying to swirl up Jean to, you know, just embrace life and feel good about it. And, you know, her steps that she's taking are very positive. So let's uh, embrace it and mm. look forward. I do feel sorry for Cush. His flat keeps getting, like, invaded. Well, you like, he say... turned up and there was, like, ten slaters there. Yeah, but <laughs> all then... cackling. But, but then he got uh, quite a affectionate look from I know. a certain cat slater that she's seems real... to be bubbling along she's right on it she? yeah she's desperate something seems to keep coming up to the surface a story <laughs> yes, between <laughs> a story between cat and kush mm. again it's his bum that seems to do it for the women of walford because cat was after his bum again well she was getting him to lift up the bench yeah. wasn't she? arthur's bench took a good look she killed uh, slash arthur yeah um mm. what how do it's you feel weird, though, how do you like, feel about the cat and kush Stacey's kid is by kush isn't it um, Arthur. Yeah, but... Uh, so that's a bit odd. Yeah, but everyone... <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's it so incestuous, these standards, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean... What about little Bex? Think how many pills she'll take when she sees cushion cat kissing. Well, she won't be... Cat. She won't be... Oh, gosh, yeah, cat kissing cush. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be difficult. Let's hope they don't get together just so we don't have to make that sentence every five minutes. Yeah, but, um, yeah, odd coupling. Not sure if... I don't know. I don't mind it. I quite like it. I think it can see Isn't Cat feels... similar age to Denise, though? Surely that yeah, but whole... I don't think that age was an issue for Kush. No. It never was no, an issue. It, it was an Kush issue for Denise. Together. It was always an issue for Denise, but never mm. for Kush. Kush didn't mind. Kush don't care, does he? As long as he, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, I wouldn't put it past if a knight had a bit too much alcohol. Oh, yeah. Big Mo and... Might as well. Big Mo? Yeah, Big Mo and Kush. No. I would not put it past Big Mo them. doesn't fancy him, remember? He's not her type. Oh, yeah, Big Mo did mention someone to she loved this week. Fat Elvis, he's back. No, it wasn't Fat Elvis. That's that's who she married. Yeah, she mentioned that she uh, had a, a thing for Kenny G. Oh, Kenny G. Who's that? I don't know, just some guy that's been mentioned. A new character. Oh. Maybe might turn up. Big Mo's going to get a storyline. Yeah, well, Kathy's she's got a storyline. She's got loads of Easter eggs to sell. Oh, yeah, it's just the same storyline, though, just a different item. Costmart. They're, they're, they're branded Costmart. I know, she was upset about that, wasn't she? Mm. Stolen goods. But yeah, last time it was the coats. Now it's Easter eggs. Yeah, but the coats weren't stolen. They were legit. And and Big Mo argued that these were legit, too. <laughs> so, who can tell? But yeah, no, so Jean, Jean is pining for Sean to return. And... Although mm. Stacey has carried out the steps for that to happen, because she thinks that Sean should. Although, in a way, it's basically Stacey saying that she thinks her mum's going to die as well, isn't it? I suppose, because Stacey's... Yeah, it does feel very final, this storyline. Mm. I hope Jean doesn't die. Oh, I hope so too. But like on the tr- on the trailer, she like suddenly looked really ill when she had like no hair, which was weird. Yeah, she was wearing a headscarf. And she was it was we- like in a few weeks. It's very sudden. And, um, and he says something to her like, I'm sorry, I've done this or something on the trailer. So what's he done? Oh. Is he dying? Why would he be sorry for him? I don't know. But it was very confusing. (laughs) Okay. He said something on the trailer. It was really like, what? The thing is... he'd done something to her. Yeah. When it gets to the point when Jack gets smacked in the face, I kind of just lose concentration because I'm just cheering. Yeah, well, that's going to be about Ronnie. I'm not Ronnie. 
not her, Roxy. No, Roxy. She finally gets her death mention. Yeah. After all these years. Yeah, it didn't take long. Someone cares. Hmm. Yeah, so again, it's a bit of a, a kind of, remember this story's happening where we're just reminding you. Because as I said, everything this week seemed to be the Mitchells. And then just a few things thrown in for hmm. good measure. Yeah, I mean, Mo got rid of some of her eggs because she did a little Easter egg hunt for the kids. Nice old great granny Mo. Oh yeah, she organised that, didn't she? So that she? was a nice happy little ending. <laughs> so you got your ending on this story anyway. Yes. For the week. I did. After your initial complaints at the beginning of the <laughs> programme. Right, so shall we move on to our Who Won the Week? Yes, why not? You know me, I ain't one to gossip. So as we do each week at the end of the show, we discuss who you have voted has won the week on our Twitter, Instagram and Facebook pages. But before we do any of that, we need to find out who had won previous weeks on Mm. the soap. So we take a retrospective look back with Ben uh, at other years, this time on EastEnders, this week on EastEnders. Yes, I'm going to start with birthdays and deaths. We're mixing it up this week. Mm, Because one of the deaths links into what happened last year, this time last year too. So, birthdays that we haven't had mentioned on this week's show. Terry Raymond, it was his birthday. Terry and Irene. Oh, I like Terry. Yeah. Oh, I really like Terry. I forgot about Terry. 18th of April, 1949. He was with Janine and he, she had a dog and she named it Terrace. Mm. Terrence after him. Yeah. So, yeah, no one really mentions him. So, 21st of April, 1962, we have David Wicks. It was his birthday. Wicksy. Yeah, so... He's been celebrating with Simon in Australia with Peter Bill, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? And <laughs> Saeed's birthday. Saeed Masood was the 16th of April, 1984. So him and Christian and Jane have a little party, I think, in Brighton. Yeah, they're probably having a way of Manchester, yeah. isn't it? They're in. I don't know. I think they're in Manchester. Who knows? Well, I do. Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> right, people who died. Dear. 21st of April, 1988. This is on screen. And this was Tom Clements died. Mm. the potman the I first know, potman of Walford. i love tom tom yeah. is one of those characters that i when we first started watching the classic standards i was like mm, i got no time for him and love him. As, yeah as time progressed i really liked him mm. i was sad to see his demise um and then this links into the episodes which happened previous this this time 18th of april 2014 was lucy bill's death oh yeah louise five Lou. years oh so um yeah i watched that. i actually ended up this always happens when i watch around this era i watched like five episodes because i just kept having i kept wanting to watch see what happens next mm. but um yeah it was interesting watching it because there's a few scenes when ian is telling people that lucy's died and when he tells jane that um lucy's died obviously now we know that jane is the one that moved the body yes. and everything and um she's really like cold and really covering her back like like it's nothing with my memory says me right she instigates the plan to get things like the lies isn't she in the mm. and to get things moving so I, I i kind of understand why she's cold like yeah. that but yeah it makes more sense and it was really you know. interesting to me that the bobby it wasn't the the bobby who was revealed it was the actor before him at the time when she yeah died. they brought in the other bobby because yeah. he was better, better for the actor. live yeah mm. for the live broadcast so that was like made it really obvious like back then if they were like <laughs> yeah, that's true bobby's been recast for this storyline it's like makes it really obvious looking back doesn't it yeah no, no not many people got it yeah so it's surprising how well they did it if you think about it mm. just to, in case anyone's not we should have said a spoiler at the beginning yeah it's fine it's <laughs> okay. five years um and obviously 19th of April, we know, is your birthday because you've told us at the beginning. Oh, is it? I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, so these that. are all episodes that aired on or closest to your birthday. So the 18th of April was when Lucy died in the allotment. How inconsiderate of Lucy. 
18th of April 2017, the Vic kitchen roof fell on Lady Di. <laughs> and that was the Duff Duff. When was that? 2017? Yeah, you know, that year. That was the that was the um the garbage the not the garbage the litter story, wasn't it? it? The, the garbage year, you're correct. The garbage yeah. year, yeah. Sorry. Uh nineteenth of April, nineteen ninety. Mm, I was seven. Yeah. Dirty Den's body has been taken out the River Thames and been confirmed to be Den by Sharon. A what? Oh yeah. I didn't know that was that happened. Mm. I thought it was just presumed that, you know, it was Den and then because so, the body was one of the gangsters in the end, it turned out, in, like, 2004. I suppose the body had rot... Yeah, it's been a few years. It wouldn't be preserved very well in the Thames, no. would it, I guess? But Michelle and Sharon are there, and they see the body come up, and it goes onto Sharon's face, and she's like... <gasps> and then that's the duff-duff. So she obviously recognises the body <laughs> there and then. And this is when this is when Sharon's drinking began. Mm. And the next day, um, she's walking around the square, and Pete... Pete Bill. Yeah. <laughs> if you want your uncle Pete to do anything, Sharon, let me know. Ugh. And he's wearing a, a um, black band on his arm. And Sharon, Sharon takes it off. She says, you, Pat, Calf, you all did your thing for me. And then years ago, you don't have to mourn him now. And she takes it off him. Yeah. So you go, that's your birthday fun. Why did everyone die around my birthday? <laughs> Lady Di nearly died. Oh. I feel really depressed. No. no one died this year, though. Yet. Although Louise might, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never can tell. So we asked um, you on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook who had won the week. And we came up with some stories of our own. But we also got you guys to come up with some stories. So we had six this week. Ooh. Oh. So we had... Be- I added one. You did. We had <laughs> Beck's Bright Idea, Mel Nipulation, Karen Keegan, Bully Beef Ben, Kim Can Can Can't, <laughs> and Sharon's Big Willie. Mm-hmm. So oh, sounds tasty. Yum yum. So uh, I'm going to ask you who won. Who won the week then? Of all those stories. Oh God. Um, Mel. I don't know why. Mel manipulation. None of them won. I think you have a high opinion of Mel's story because um well, no, it did really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so in last place was Sharon's Big Willy. It oh. was a late entry. <laughs> Sharon's Big Willy was a late entry by Ben, as he's already indicated. Mm. Um, it got two percent of the votes. That was me. So yeah, if you wanted to know who wrote that <laughs> Sharon one, Sharon Seabass. Yeah, I um, had a picture and everything as well. You did. You also asked people for names for Sharon's Big Willy, didn't you? Yeah, my new favourite character. Yeah, should we read out a few of the names that people suggested? Want. I yeah. think we should. We had, <laughs> we had Ted Murray. <laughs> um, so I'm, some of these I'm reading for the first time because they've came come in just earlier. Um, brilliant one from at King of Wing Trouty, brother of Shrimpy. Oh yeah. At E.E. E. Mitchell fan said Billy Bass. At Dazzler UK said Arthur the fish. He looks a bit foul. <laughs> Lur. I, like I mean that, one. that was genius. Uh, at Irish Terence STL says Morris. I love that. It's just so Morris. sensible name for a fish. Sensible name for a fish. Mm. At KBHSTL said Joe Pesky should be the fish's name. <laughs> so there you go. It's random. There well, you go. there was a random question posed I by you. I also want to let everyone know that I have a thread that I want to actually happen where people badly draw characters on EastEnders and you have to guess who they are. Oh, yes. And I'm trying to get it going and it's not going. <laughs> if you go to our Twitter, um, and our Facebook Week. page, it's on there too. Oh, and you need to join our Facebook group at EastEnders Weekly Podcast. You can see um, some pictures, uh, a couple of pictures that people have badly drawn EastEnders characters. Yeah. And I want them badly drawn. So you don't have to worry if it's not very good. That's what I want. And people have to guess who it is because it's so bad. Okay, right. And so... I've done one so you can guess who it is and then maybe make your own. I mean, yours is quite staggering. <laughs> 
to say the very least. But um, yeah, have a look. I'm looking at another one right here. Someone drew of Louise Mitchell. (laughs) That's what gave me the idea, (laughs) the inspiration. Maybe maybe I'll post that Louise Mitchell picture a bit later on too, just so we can have a look. Um, So in order then, um, (laughs) Sharon's Big Willy came last. Then second was Mel, uh, sorry, second to last was Mel Nipulation at 8%. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joint third was Ben. Bully Beef Ben. Good. And Kim Can Can Can't. Thank you to Rob Innes for that suggestion. It was, it was genius. I wish I'd thought of it. <laughs> and I didn't. Uh, they both got 15%. Second with 19% was Beck's Bright Idea. So Karen Keegan won the week with I'm 41%. It's hardly in it. I'm shocked that Beck the, came, Beck's came second. I know. One of the shortest stories. And it we won the week. We did say it needed more time. Well, it's also a story with heart to it. Mm. And maybe this is what the direction you, we were saying earlier, that soap needs to go down. A bit more heart, a bit less yeah. gangster. I want more kitchen sink drama. Just give me the kitchen sink. Fair enough. I'm with you, Ben. Let's start a campaign. More kitchen sink drama. One notable comment this week for Who Won the Week from Slippy 96 who said, in God's name, who voted Bex? <laughs> Keegan, for me, he's so different now of when he first arrived. So I think a lot of people have real affiliation with the Keegan-Bailey yeah. storyline. Will he win Best Actor at the Soap Awards? He seems to have a lot of fans, doesn't mm. he? I mean... When Bailey um, comes up for Who Won the Week, a lot of people seem to vote for her as well. Mm. So, hmm. I forgot to say as well, have you heard the um, that there's been like a backlash with um, the guy who plays Keanu? There's some like old tweets that have surfaced from like six years ago. No. Yeah. And someone on Emmerdale that happened to last week and she got fired. Did. So I don't know if Danny Walters. Be... Yeah. He's apologised straight away. Um, it was tweets when he was 19, but the actress on Emmerdale had posted some tweets and she got fired the next week. What were the tweets, or can you not say? They were, like, to his friends, but they were, like, homophobic words. Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. Danny Walters. 19. It's not that young. No, he's not. That's old enough to know better. Mm. No. But I'm just wondering, because the woman on Emmerdale got fired, like, straight away. So I don't know what's going to happen to him. Well, for similar to homophobic tweets. No, hers were racist, but... Well, it's one of the same. It's it's hate, isn't it? It's hate crime. So I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Kanye might end up in a... uh, Hospital. (laughs) <laughs> from Phil, yeah. yeah. Kidnapped. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's well, no, that's strange, news to me. I did Just not know because that. I know that he's up for best um, actor as well. But obviously Keegan is too. I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough to oh, no, yeah. maybe talk about it. We'll yeah, talk about right. it next week. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, definitely. Quickly, I put on Twitter, uh, do you have any thoughts, questions or comments about this week's EastEnders? Uh, a few came in. We had, at TV updated, says, have Habiba and Ikra died? Where is Ted? <laughs> Why has Tracy got more screen time than them? Leave our Trace alone. I mean, Tracy deserves screen time. She had two time. lines this week. And Shrimpy was back as well in the I cafe, know, but he yeah. didn't say anything. I know, so he nearly did. He would... And then but nothing. Yeah, no. Out the door. Out oh, yeah, the get out. I take it as a yes, and then he walked out. That's, that was the line mm. that was said by Kush or Martin. Because Tracy remember. had two lines, you see, so they couldn't get Shrimpy two... one. Exactly. They, they, every, all the extras she have two a week. She extra line, didn't she, Snake? <laughs> yeah. Tracy. Two weeks. Extra drink. Little Ms. Lost One said, this is really out there, but do we know how old Morgan, Tiff's younger brother, is? <laughs> you asking me that? I know. Um, I can find out. Okay. He's what? I don't know. He's like three years. Is he younger than Tiff? Well, younger brother would indicate it was, yeah. As I was saying, I think he's like three years, isn't he? Because like, he came back last time for um, Whitney and Lee's wedding. That's when yeah. Tiff and him like made an appearance once. So maybe he'll turn up for Whitney's second wedding. Okay, fair enough. I don't know how old he is. You dodged um, the question well. 13, okay. there you go. There you go. We'll, we'll I don't know at... how old Tiff is. 16? She's 16, isn't she? Yeah, she's 16. Yeah, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, at I don't even know who his dad is. Who's his dad? 
Who knows? I don't like that family, the butchers. So I have no recollection. I'm sorry. You don't like the butchers? No. What, Pat and Frank? No, I like Pat and Frank. And, I like and the original Bianca. Mm. Ricky? No. From Bianca downwards, not really fast. Carol? No. <laughs> Goodness. I uh, like Tiff and Whitney. Okay. At Shazza B74 said... And the two... one that died of poison. Alcohol poisoning. Oh, Seems um, Billy. <laughs> but that, that, they only did that. I still think they only did that because there was two Billys in the soap. It was confusing <laughs> too many people. That's like a, a rule in soaps. Do not have people with the same name mm. on screen. Yeah. At Shazza B74 said... Too much Kim, Louise and Bex who are all awful. <laughs> I'm already hoping for Kat and Kush and I love Psycho Ben. There you go. So she Ooh. likes Psycho Ben. And finally, at Hufflepuff Lock said, I'm feeling confused by the cat Kush thing. It's really hard to say cat and Kush. I know. Stop that. I, I like it. To die. Mm, I like it, although I'm not really sure where it's come from. I'd rather they wrapped up whatever's happening with Bex and Kush first before introducing another love interest for them. Perhaps he should go for Mo and keep it simple. <laughs> I agree with that. Mo don't want him. No, Mo don't. You don't want Mr. Muscle. Nothing to do with him. She sees him naked every morning. That's all she needs. Yeah, don't do anything for her. Thank you for your comments, uh, your questions, and your uh, interactions with your us ears. on social media. Yeah, we, we love getting them on Twitter, at EastEnders Week, Instagram, at EastEnders Weekly Podcast, or you can join our Facebook group. Just search EastEnders Weekly Podcast, um, or email us, of course, EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com. And as I say, send us your comments about how you feel Ben Mitchell is uh, on the soap at the moment. How, what's your feelings yeah. about Ben Mitchell? I'll be really interested, and we'll read them out Come next week. Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, know. get in touch, Duncan. We'd love to uh, continue the chat. Uh, I just wanted to quickly say, an email's just come through as well from the BBC. Oh, It's a cease and desist, and it's telling us to stop immediately, or they're sending Big Mo over. 